We always think humans are so complex, and we are, but sometimes we're super simple, and sometimes the solutions are super simple. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Fired Podcast. Interesting story. I was talking to a friend the other day. A friend had approached me and asked me, she knows my background, you know, how do I stop this overthinking thing that I'm doing? How would you stop that? How would you how would you fix this? She sort of knows my background a little bit and the things that I that I do and that I work on with people and she knew I'd be able to help. Funnily enough, this happens so much as a coach, you'll solve a problem or run into a similar issue and, and sort of have the solution for it. Very soon after, someone will come to you and sort of almost have the exact same issue. I don't know why it works like that. I've spoken to so many coaches and that seems to happen all the time. It's very, very common. Very interesting. And the friend asked me, you know, oh, I'm overthinking, you know, how do I stop doing this? And, and I had faced prior to that, a couple of weeks earlier, a similar thing where I was sort of, I kind of remember where I was as well, sort of walking along and I, I noticed that I was doing this thing where I was like, well, I can't do this because if I do this, then, you know, and I was telling myself all the reasons why I was stuck. And as a result, guess what I felt? Stuck. I was like, I can't do this because then if I do this, this will happen and this will happen. And I was, I was walking as well in, 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 a, in like one direction. I remember talking to my coach about it. And uh, he's like, oh, bro, you know this easy pattern interrupt. And I was like, oh, fuck, of course. So he created a pattern interrupt for me. And just to, I suppose, clue you in on what, what a pattern interrupt is, our brain is what we call a cognitive miser, meaning it's trying to conserve energy all the time. So to do this, it's actually running little little patterns to conserve energy, right? So think about how you walk into a bathroom and you might brush your teeth or wash your hands or whatever it might be. It all kind of happens in the same order every single time to the point that you're not really conscious of thinking, oh, I better put the soap in my hands now. Now I better lather my hands and then rinse my hands. And then I better go you know, turn off the tap and then, you know what I mean? And wipe my, my hand. All of it's happening in sequence. And because it happens every single day, you're most likely not consciously thinking about doing all the movements. You're probably thinking about some other shit that you're doing, all the busy shit that you've got to do, something else that's on your mind, and all that sort of just takes care of itself. You're running a pattern. <clears throat> and so when I was in high school and even university, we, I, d- I did a lot of computer programming. <clears throat> And basically how a program works is it has a whole bunch of uh, small sections of programming. So think of uh, an essay, for instance, right, or a letter. will have multiple paragraphs of text and each paragraph contains sentences and each sentence contains words. Code works very similar. And so those little paragraphs of code are called subroutines. The subroutine will complete X amount of little bits and pieces of code for you and then it'll run the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one in sequence. And so what a pattern interrupt is in NLP is basically just putting a little line of code that allows you to go, okay, well, if this is happening, right, then switch to a different subroutine, run a different pattern. 
because the pattern will essentially just play itself out until it's done. Or it'll just keep looping until we change the CD, change the record. So I created one with my coach because I was walking, you know, I, I'd find I was walking in a, in, uh, like in, in a certain direction. I'd be walking one way and this would be running through my head. So the pattern intro that we created was I would immediately, once I noticed that I was running the pattern, spin around like Michael Jackson and be like, and then immediately start listing all the reasons why I can do something and why I'm not stuck. Basically run the, the, the reverse pattern. And so I explained this to this girl who asked me the question. I said, this is it. This is what you do. And very, very simple. And she was like, so what you're telling me is <laughs> I just need to make Michael Jackson noises and I'll be all sweet. And I'm like, exactly right. <laughs> now, I don't necessarily recommend you walk around your office being like, I think I don't know if that'll have uh, a great response, or maybe it will. Maybe your office needs some uh, some comedy, some um, some lightheartedness. Who doesn't love a little bit of Michael Jackson, right? And so that then became the solution for me. That was the pattern interrupt that I chose, and it would also make me laugh, make me giggle. And that also switches the pattern because the previous pattern is like, no, this is fucked. I'm stuck, right? And it sort of was going down and made me feel worse. Whereas when I sort of would do that, if nothing else, it would at least break the pattern of my mindset. Even if I didn't do all the other steps, it would still achieve the goal. And I think often we, we feel like we're stuck a lot of the time. You know, we feel as though we don't have a lot of options. We... You know, we're like, oh, well, that's just, this is how my brain works. This is how I am. I just can't do this, you know, or I just can't do this because of this and this and this, or I'm just not good at this. And What if you gave yourself an alternative? What if you very simply just took note and said, oh, I keep doing this same thing. I don't like it. I'd kind of like to not do that. Cool. Well, just throw a pad interrupt in there. Figure out a way to switch the script a little bit. There's so many ways we can do this. You can do it with music. If I often find that I'm sort of feeling a little bit low energy or I'm kind of not looking forward to what I've got to go and do in whatever area of life, maybe I'm going to a, an event or a party or I'm going to you know work or I'm going somewhere, there's a sometimes a feeling that we take when we're on our way somewhere, we're thinking, oh, I'm running late and oh, this and this, or I'm not excited about this and I've got so much to do and all these kinds of things. One of the biggest ones I use is just music. You know, I have lots of different players, but I have a couple of go-to songs that as soon as they start playing, I have so many good anchors around them that as soon as I start hearing it, I start to feel better. Oh, I'll start dancing or singing along or drumming. And that's a great pattern interrupt, but it's also a physiology change. I'm drumming, I'm dancing, singing, whatever. I'm actually physically moving differently. And I'll often, if I'm on the way somewhere, you know, I'm driving somewhere, I'll get myself into a really good posture as well. You know, quite quite a, you know, like a a powerful chest out, 
you know, arms up kind of posture as well. And that often uh, also changes the mood a lot. Uh, if I'm feeling very scattered, I'll go to a meditation. Meditation is a fantastic pattern interrupt. You're literally closing your eyes, right? You're eliminating all the visual stimuli. You're sitting down. You're, you're removing yourself from an area, going to a quiet place. And, you know, you're focusing on your breathing. You might even be breathing a lot deeper than you normally are because you're focusing on it and so on and so on and so on. And especially if it's a guided meditation, you know, you've got different, um, different input coming in as well. And that can help stop the scattering because, you, you know, you're just listening and following something that's quite, you know, low tempo. And the other thing as well is <clears throat> you're actually switching your brain waves. Often when we're very scattered and uh, overwhelmed, you know, we're in like a high beta wave frequency. Whereas if we just drop that into, uh, if, if you go into uh, um, a guided meditation, you're actually dropping into alpha brainwave patterns. So you're actually calming yourself down everything as well. And especially we know when we exhale, the heart rates are slower. So if you're doing longer exhales, you'll lower your heart rate. So there's a lot of changes that are really happening when we go into a meditation as well. That's another great um, pattern interrupt or state change, physiology change, uh, a break state, if you like. And so I've used this with clients before. When they get into a certain pattern of telling you, oh, you know, this is happening and you can see them start to drop into this sort of spiral, you can immediately pull them out with something. It's like, oh, hey, do you notice that I, the, the thing I, I, you know, I sent you that video the other day. Did you, did you watch that? Yeah, funny video I sent you. Oh, yeah, I watched that. And I was like, yeah, what do you think? Quote it with them, get them to laugh, physiology change, and you'll notice their posture and all this other stuff will start changing. You notice their breathing starts to change. The, even their eyes start to look very different. Okay, cool. See how you're out of this emotion or this, this negative spiral that you're going down? Okay, cool. Now we can have chat around how to shift this behavior or how to shift your attitude around it or whatever it might be. Very difficult to do that when someone's in a, in a, in a, a pattern, a, a negative spiral or a highly emotional state. I don't know if you guys are in relationships, but, you know, if – have you ever tried to provide logic to your partner when they're highly emotional? Very difficult to do. Even I feel like I'm pretty good managing my emotions, but there's times where I'm fucking, you know, emotional or um, whatever, I'm tired, I'm stressed out, whatever it might be. Fuck, man, someone tries to tell me, oh, you know, logic and why don't you do this and try and give me advice. I'm not fucking listening doesn't matter what you throw at me. I'll tell you all the reasons why it's not going to work for me. And I'll just, because I, I want to continue this pattern that I'm on because my brain's conserving energy. So it's like run this, continue running this pattern. Let's not change. That's going to require too much thinking, too much mental effort. And I'm already tired and out of juice by the end of this, by the end of the day, whatever it might be, you know, like I'm, I'm done. Try and reason logic with me. Find a way to break that state. Whatever that might be. Wait till that person's out. Just listen. Let them get all the emotion out. <sighs> and once they have, let them breathe and then calm down. And then if they want the advice, they want to apply some logic to their situation or whatever it might be, then they can do that. It's something that I 
struggled with a lot. And I, 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 I'm still not great at it, I'm sure. But when people come to me with certain things, you know, and they're telling me, oh, this and that, I, I'm, I used to be very quick to be like, well, he, he, oh, here's your problem. Here's, here's what you can do to fix it. Nowadays, I sort of wait for these situations. People come to me and say, oh, yeah, I'm dealing with this problem, this challenge. What would you do here? Oh, okay, you're asking for my advice. Okay, well, here it is. They're ready to receive the advice. They're asking for it. Often when people come to us and they present a problem, they are in that highly emotional state. Even if you give them the best solution in the world, they're not going to be able to fucking operate it. They're not going to get to that line of code to launch that subroutine. They can't run the code. Something we often forget. The most powerful things we can do for people, especially people we care about, is just remind them, you know, like, yeah, you know, it does sound very challenging, but uh, no, I know you've got this. That shit's so fucking powerful. Sometimes we always need to be reminded of that. I had a friend of mine the other day who's extremely stressed and so said to me, you know, just, I've got this, right? And I was like, of course you do. I never had a doubt. And they were like, okay. And they fucking went off and did the things they had to do. <laughs> so if you feel as though you're stuck or things are just the way that they are, or you don't know how to change your behavior and how to get a different result, whatever it might be. And look at your patterns that you're running. And become aware, get in tune. Be curious, have a curious mind that you go into every day with. Oh, notice I'm uh, running this pattern here. Okay. Do I want to run this pattern? If the answer is no, very simple. Chuck something in there that breaks your pattern up, that breaks your state. And then implement the new pattern that you'd like to have instead. Here's the really cool thing. You can go from a a behavior that you no longer like and create a behavior that you would like to adopt. So, for instance, if there's like a behavior that you're not, you know, wanting to do, whether it's, you know, drinking or watching TV or you know, ordering pizza, whatever it might be, if there's a behavior that you no longer want to have, you can then do a break state by getting down and doing 10 push-ups. One, that'll change your rate of breathing, okay, change the way you um your blood's pumping through your body. So that's one physiology change. You're actually physically moving, right? That's going to do that's gonna do other, other physiological things inside your body as well. It's a healthy thing. I mean, imagine the strength that you're going to have if you, every time you're doing a, a pattern interrupt that you do 10 push-ups, imagine the strength that you're going to gain, the gains. <clears throat> but it's also, a, you know, it's, it's, a, it's quite a big break state. You're going to come out of that feeling very different. You know, you might feel more energized. You might feel a bit more calm almost when you've done it because you're like, whew. You know, you go for a sort of a run, then when you come home, you're like, whew. When you kind of relax a little bit. So that's a really good one. And now you're going to be a jacked motherfucker in like two weeks. <laughs> so 
there's lots of different ways to, to go about it. But often we just feel stuck and paralyzed by things are the way they are, but they don't have to be. You're in control. It's your responsibility. You're in charge of your mind, no one else. And therefore, you're in charge of your fucking results. If you don't like the soundtrack of your life, fucking eject the CD. Change the record. Scratch that record. Scratch it up. Remix it. Do what you got to do. You're in control. No one else. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Where do you need to really implement this? Where do you need to change the record? Where do you need to flip the script? Get it done. All right, peace. Peace.